friends. It is your girl. I am Sheila Michelle, and we are back with another amazing podcast episode just for you, giving you all the ins and outs, the ups and the downs of entrepreneurship. Today, we have one amazing person with us, Ms. Jennifer Pasima of Pasima production is a production management company no it's just production just company. it's just production y'all know the rest okay <laughs> so welcome 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 thank you for having me today i'm excited to be here well we are so grateful to have you here because we know you have a super duper busy schedule um, with all of the amazing media that you are putting out, the uh, entertainment. Yeah. So I'm going to just jump right, right in. I can't tell you how excited and how honored I am to have you. I'm excited too. On this show. <laughs> um, but, I, but because you are a producer and you know us lay people, right? Mm -hmm. All we know are the actors that we see on the screen, yeah, right? Yeah. So can you let the people know about your work, your book of work? Um, I've been producing since college. I went to college for TV and film, okay. mass media productions. I was one of the blessed ones that was able to walk into my career right after I graduated. And I didn't know how big of a blessing it was until you are surrounded by people who are like, I didn't go, I'm not working in my field yeah. of choice, especially after you spend that much money. <laughs> I went to Clark Atlanta University and from there, um, even I, I think it was seeing someone and touching someone tangible that did it. Um, mm -hmm. One of the people that we interned under was uh, Spike Lee. Awesome. So having him come and talk to us and tell us his journey of how he just started off of faith kind of opened my eyes to see I've always been big on writing. Mm -hmm. I would write poems, I would write cards, I would write anything, any storytelling, um, creativity I would love to write. So I took a writing class, a script writing class, and then we shot it and I produced it. And I was like, hold on, this looks right. <laughs> Feels like we're onto something. Yes. So from there, um, I ventured off and I, I, I believe if you are supposed to do something, you'll do it for free. Mm. Um, I started serving at the church. Okay. And the church I served that was Pastor Creflo Dollar. Mm -hmm. I was in the television and film ministry. So I would leave uh, leave school, go there to learn, and then go to work overnight. So it left me with minimum time to sleep. But I was so hungry to learn mm -hmm. and just be surrounded by the environment. And that landed me my first job as a producer working under Pastor Creflo Dollar, um, which was a big thing because I was like, wait, I can't be a real producer, but they saw something in me that I didn't see myself. And then from there, I went and I was his lead producer for his talk show. Mm -hmm. So his talk show was on um, BET for three consecutive years. Mm -hmm. And I was able to lead that and um, just get people on the show from 2 Chains to Tyrese Gibson yes. to Waka Flocka. So right. I, I, I had no connections with these people, but I always believe you're one person away from the person you need to meet. Mm -hmm. So they would come on the show, tell their story. And from there, I started to see like, oh, okay, I'm gifted in this area, yeah. you know? So I, I think I started to get over the imposter syndrome, which many of us have mm -hmm. once we start 
Mm -hmm. Well, what I love is how God truly ordered your stuff. He did. <laughs> I mean, for real, for real, in real life, right? He really real ordered your stuff. And, and if we just dial it back, because obviously that was just the beginning, mm -hmm. right? We're going to get into all the amazing things that people are actually, you know, watching that you have produced or are producing, right? Yeah. So Clark Atlanta, shout out to Clark Atlanta, CAU in the yes. house. Um, they, somebody had a relationship with Spike Lee. Yes, Dr. Eichelberger. They're uh, God brothers. Um, so they, they have a very great relationship. He was the chair over Clark Atlanta Media Department. Okay. And Spike Lee actually went to Morehouse, but he was in the film arena mm -hmm. at Clark. Mm -hmm. So he would be back and forth. So they still, like, they're still friends and they still kick it. And then um, one of my interns that we were able to do was Nikki Atu Husay. So we interned with her. She was a student under him. And now to see her movie in Sundance and she's, mm -hmm. she, it's like, wow, you know, yes. you're, you never know who you're connecting with or yeah. you never know who's in the room. So it's very important for me to treat everybody the same. Let's go. Yeah. So that, and that's what I want to get into because entrepreneurship, when you, you, you hit so many things, you know, just in that short um, sharing that you did with us. Number one, the importance of relationships. Yes. And even, I don't know if people even understand the reciprocity. So Spike Lee came, he attended Morehouse, you know, that's kind of, you know, part of AU Center. Yes. He's pouring back, you know, he's coming back and nurturing where he was fed. And then you moving over, you know, into Creflo Dollar Ministries and you, because of your passion, Right. Because you're just pursuing your passion. You were attracting things yes. to your journey. Yes. And I think um, one of the things that I stand on is serving, mm. serving another another person's vision, another person's dream until you know exactly what God is preparing you for. And out of that serving, I landed a job that I wasn't even believing God for, you know, and then to be a producer and to, to, to be catapulted into my destiny. But I think, like you said, God ordered my steps because I would have to listen to Dr. Dollar sermons, make commercials, yes. make segments. And I didn't know the word was literally being downpoured into me. Mm -hmm. Like I would be like, what's that scripture? And I would have to go to the Bible for references. Wow. So I saw, I see now the importance of getting my spirit right, my yeah. spirit man right before I go off into the secular part of entertainment, mm -hmm. you know, and I see why it was so important because when you're, now that I'm here mm -hmm. and I'm over here producing content and I'm dealing with the world because we are in the world, but Correct. we're not of the world. I'm like, oh, okay, that's why I needed that scripture in my soul, <laughs> you know? That's right. why I needed to go that path before I got here mm -hmm. because I don't see how people survive without Jesus Let's in this go. industry. I, I don't see how it, it's like, like, yeah, I actually sat next to an atheist one time on the plane and I told him, I said, you're going to see, you know, we were having a good kind. It wasn't, you know, a heart. It was a good, friendly conversation. I said, oh, no, don't worry. Yeah. Something's going to happen and you're going to know that you know that you know God. I can promise you that. Yes. Yes. It's, it's going to happen. It's, it, it, it does happen. And for me, it happened um, 
when I I grew up in Washington D.C. and we were I was just talking about this with my friend. We we well Maryland is where I actually grew up in PG County, not too far from Washington D.C. And I I'm an underdog, you know, and I and I say that proudly because I didn't know my circumstances. I didn't know the way we grew up wasn't regular. The the walking around and afraid of of being shot or being shot at or being in detrimental detrimental situations where your life is um your life may be jeopardized and I have friends that are now gone off uh killed I have friends that are in jail I have friends that went to jail for a while you know and just to see where I've come from to where I am now allows me to want to go even further because like my family back home, my friends back home, they really believe in me. Yeah. And it and that comes from where we grew up. Mm-hmm. Where we grew up to the point of like being in the hood, being in gangs, being in situations where you're just one thought away from living a better life. Mm-hmm. And my thought was, I wanna go to Atlanta. And then from out of there it transitioned into I want to make movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know that. I right. wrote it down. Right. Um, I read the scripture, Habakkuk 2-2, write the vision, make it plain, and it will it will come and it will not tarry. And I wrote it down. And once I wrote it down, I kind of saw God walking me into those, um, walking me into those doors yes. of opportunity where my name will be mentioned in rooms and where people wanted to favor me and bless me. So here we are today. I've worked with some of the greatest people. You, I was like, how am I in the room actually working with these people? Marlon Wayans. Yes. Um, Regina Come Hall. Come on, name drop. Name drop. <laughs> Sterling K. Brown. I'm name dropping because I'm still a fan of these people. Spike Lee, of course, you know, just being in the, in the room with people that you saw on TV only inspires you to want to do more, you know, and then they're reaching out to my production company and saying, hey, we want to hire you and contract you to shoot this for us. And I'm like, dang, that little girl from Washington, Maryland, grew up and became this, you know, so I'm excited about the journey because it's only the beginning. It is only, I'm glad you know that. (laughs) I'm glad you know that. And so as, as for, for uh, on the viewer side of things, what one thing that I was thinking about when we were, you know, tossing around questions for you is what can we do as viewers to see more of the TV that we want to see more of the film, more of the TV shows, I promise you, it seems like we'll get a good show uh-huh. Uh-huh. and either it'll go away uh-huh. or the writing will become bad. What is that about? I think it's, and as we know now, the strike is going on right now. And I think what happens is the writers start to begin to know their worth. You know, um, for me, I'm glad I own my own content. So therefore I get to write and um, produce it and say who I want to act in it and say how I want it to go. But if you're just the writer, which is not just, you're, you're, you're big. It's, it's now being able to say, I'm gonna write this. You, you have Issa Rae, you have Chandra Rhimes, you right. have Ava DuVernay, right. and you can look at their content, lean away and, right. and the longevity of it, the seasons of it, because they're taking ownership Right. Tyler Perry from beginning to yeah. end, they're like, 
Okay, I know how how important it is to write good content for people to love this. Either you're going to pay me what I'm worth or I'm just going to produce it. Yeah. And I think that's what I stepped into. Um, you were on my set. One of the biggest promotions in my life where I was able to get distributions with the Nest to produce a project starring Denise Boutte and Drew Sador yes. um, to be able to be in this feature film. And we wrote it. We didn't, I didn't know I was going to executive produce it. Right. We put it down on paper and I was like, well, let me go find the funding. Yeah. And then as I was finding the funding, I started to realize, hey, I'm producing this and the money is actually coming to me and we're actually doing the work and I'm able to cast and find the actors and find the crew. And um, I'm just so grateful because I was like, dang, looking at the taxes and the audit and all of those things that I'm like, I can't do, but I have to do it. Um, we hired and contracted over a hundred people in uh, this year alone with the movie. And I'm like, dang, one of my biggest prayer is God bless me with a blessing that I can't carry alone. Oh. And he did that yes. this year. Yeah. Well, I'm going to start calling you the yellow brick road. That's going to be your nickname <laughs> because when I tell you your obedience, um, your willfulness, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you just, God, I gave you the play and you just like, okay, God, I'm, yeah. I'm there. I'm gone. I'm, yeah. I'm, you know, you, you just have such a um, easy spirit about yourself. So it's like, you know, this light work for you. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. It yes. Look, yeah. Yes. It, yeah. Yes. Like yes. you truly are living in, you know, his burden is easy. Yes. Yes. And, and I, his joke is like. And I think that's because I I make sure I tap in. Like it's yeah. after the set, I made sure that I was like, okay, I'm going back in hibernation. Yeah. I'm going back in his presence. I'm going yes. back into reading the word. I'm going back to get filled up. Yes. Because. You were, you, you were on set. We were yeah. around so many people, yeah. so many different spirits, so many different yes. personalities where it's like, okay, if you don't do that, you yeah. will get exhausted, you will get drained yeah. out, and you will hold some of those things that happen on set to yeah. your heart. Yeah. And so that was, it's very vital. And I see when I go into those seasons of isolation, or right now I was saying we have a pause in the industry because of the strike. Right. And a lot of people are like, how are you holding up? How are you holding up? And I'm like, yo, I don't even notice it because God is downpouring me so many things of what to do next. Exactly. That it's like, right. It's imperative that we take right. a pause. I think that is, yeah. So I could talk to you a long time, <laughs> you know, because... I um, really feel like that's how we should approach entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. We need to download from God every day. God, what is it that you would have me to do in your earth today? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And um, following that direction, you know, being a good steward over the resources, you know, our time, our money, our relationships. Which le leads me to another question for you, because I think this is so, so big for, you know, entrepreneurs as well, which is how do you maintain your reputation amidst very political circumstances? Because mm -hmm. politics ain't just government, right? Yeah. Politics is people yeah. too, right? Yeah. So how do you maintain a, your great reputation when you have all these different personalities? Yeah. Right. 
Uh, everybody ain't saved yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they coming, but they ain't there yet. You know, how do you, how do you how do you protect your how do you be your authentic self, protect your relation your reputation amidst you know conflict uh, situations and things like that, and when you're in a highly visible role like you're like you are. I think it's um, for me one of the things I had to overcome was the the desire to be liked by everyone mm. and i think when you overcome that uh people bondage of why don't you like me you know or you should like me or let me love you so you could like me like that's that's how i actually leave my day like and, and sometimes that could be overwhelming because people have been hurt yeah and they don't know how to take somebody with just authentic love like <laughs> i don't want nothing from you yeah i just want to show you love yes. and I think once I got out of that mindset of truly believing like everyone is not going to like you right and I had to really realize that it's not my reputation to keep yeah I am in this industry but I am really doing ministry mm. so if I can love everybody yeah. to the best of my ability and you see that yeah. I've done that, yeah. you're going to sit back and yeah. think about the way you treated me or the way you treat other people. And what happens is if people mistreat me, they always, I I have never had nobody that came back. And doing these productions, you would get the actors and yeah. the things like that. And they would see the work and then they'll be like, oh my God, let's have coffee. And, let's, yeah. and I'd be like, you really cursed me out. What's that? <laughs> and, and and I just yeah. sit there. Like when yeah. people talk bad to yeah. me, they don't care who, who you are on wow. set. I'm the executive producer. Correct. I'm the producer. When they talk bad to me, I just smile. And I, I go and I go in my secret place. I pray. And then God will be like, love them anyway. And I'll be like, okay. And then once the project is done and and the glory gets out there and they're like, oh, I like working with her, you know, because as long as you make them look good in yeah. such a vain, um, in, a, in a vain industry. Yeah. Perception. Yes. And yeah. they're like, wow, she did a great yeah. job. So yeah. at the end of the day, they become your best friend. Yeah, you like, you like, yeah. well, my work speaks for itself. Yes. And, yes. and Jesus wasn't worried about his reputation. Yes. He just did his job. Yeah, so um, that's it. I just, I, I used to be... I used to be that type of person that wanted to be liked and loved by everyone. But then I realized everyone's not for me. True. And that's okay. Yeah, and that is okay. <laughs> Alignment is important. It's important. <laughs> so if you could describe your life with an existing film title or TV series, which what do you what would it be? Uh, one of the shows that I was really uh pulled into, I don't know if you watched it. Well, two. This is us. Have you watched This Is Wait, Us? Wait, I didn't watch. I don't think I watched This Is Us. I watched the the what was the show that Mara brought for Kim and her husband did. Um, um, uh, this oh, is love. love is. That's yeah. right. Yeah, that, that one was too. so good. That one too. Love is was definitely good, especially because she was a producer. Yeah, and, you know, he was a he was yeah whatever. That was, he, yeah, that was yeah yeah that that I saw myself in that. Um, this is us. I say that because of all of the family dynamics. Okay. And, um, over, um, they were able to overcome, and the writing was so good. I cried every episode, and I was like, I feel like I'm getting healing <laughs> watching this. I'm in insecure. 
Insecure. Hey, insecure, yes. yes because yes. that's where I'm at now in life. Yeah. Like, okay, you know, especially the last season where where she she was able to finally get yeah. to where she was fighting yeah. to get to. Yeah. So I was like, wow, this is this is my life on TV right now. So those awesome. two shows. Awesome. Yeah. So tell my rich friends, because they've gotten so many entrepreneurisms out of your story, right? Because people might not even look at with you as a producer, they may or may not construe that as entrepreneurship, right? They yeah. may not make the the connection really, the dynamic. Yeah. But you've given us so many lessons in this short conversation. What so what should we be looking for? What's being released this year? Um, so I have a show. It's on Tubi right now. It's called This Is 30. Okay. Um, yeah. And then we just won a grant from Comcast, NBC Universal for I Am John Gabbana. Um, we are going to start a series. It's going to be called I Am. It's a docu-series talking about how people overcame um, such uh, tribulations in the limelight. So Boont Gang, he was like all over the news and TV about, and Instagram and social media about how like he would terrorize the world and steal and do all this, but then he gave his life to Christ. Right. And now he's ministering, doing that same energy yeah. to talk about Jesus. So he was the first one on the episode. So we're going to shoot more. And then one of my biggest projects, um, The Despaired, that is starring Denise Boutte, T.C. Carson, Drew Sador, Stevie Baggs, Jared Wood Woodford, and um, amazing cast, amazing yes. team. And that was one of the things that that project stretched me so hard. Yeah, I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell. Oh, my God. It stretched me because I was like, who let me do this? Like, <laughs> who actually gave me the permission to do this? Because here you are working on independent, smaller projects, and then you are like trying to make it work, and then you go over here and you're managing so many different departments in the blink of an eye. So, the despair will be on BT Plus, yes. and it will be on BT Her. And then, um, right now, I'm writing my next script. Uh, something worth fighting for. So yes. I'm excited about that. Yes. Yeah. Well, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Um, I definitely wish we had more time, <laughs> but maybe you'll come back I will. and join I us. I love you, Michelle. I know I love you too. And I just want to be on camera and say thank you so much. Of course. Um, Jennifer and I connected on an amazing um, show, Spa Tank. So y'all go check yes, out Spa Tank. Check out Spa Tank. Check out Spa Tank. Candace Holyfield Parker. Yep. So um, Ebony is it under Ebony Eye Productions, yeah. I think, as mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So that was really great. Um, and then she was so gracious to um, bring Percy Screening on to do the COVID testing yeah. um, for the despair. Yeah. So, you so, know, I, I really appreciate that. Okay. But more than that, I mean, you're just such a genuine um, soul and we need more of that. Thank so thank you. Yeah. So we're gonna be following and keeping up and we're gonna get you we're gonna uh get the news before everybody else yes. get the news. Yes. <laughs> we just released it. I haven't said anything about it till yeah. yesterday. Okay. So yes. awesome. Okay. Yeah. So this is the press tour. Yes, this is this is so I'm excited. So tell everybody where would you want them to follow you on social? Um, everything is Jennifer Pasima. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even though I don't use all of those things, but Instagram and Facebook, Jennifer Pasima. 
um, Jennifer Pacim Production Company, and yeah, the We're about to release our website. Yes. And we have some great marketing things to do in Atlanta, escape room and all of that thing, because oh, cool. it's a Christian thriller. Yes. So, yeah, yeah, so, that's gonna be fun. Yes, yeah, so that's gonna exciting. be fun. Yeah, y'all definitely check it out. It was a great cast. I loved working with everybody. Your, um, you know, your set manager was awesome. Rena, I mean, yes, yeah, she's been yeah. from the beginning. yes, everything just so amazing. So I know the film itself is gonna be amazing. Well, rich friends, we're gonna get out of here, but thank y'all for tuning in, and we will see you next Tuesday for our live watch party at 9 p.m. Eastern. Oh yeah, okay, thank yeah, you again. <laughs>